Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Call Me Crazy. Um, I'm really excited. Like I was just saying, I'm getting nervous because I feel like we've been talking about this for a while. I have some really special guests, um, a couple of voices that you guys will get to hear. So I want you guys to introduce yourselves so they're not just like, who are these grown ass men just talking? Like <laughs> we can distinguish who's who. Um, so if you guys want to go around, say your name, maybe something about you, um, and then we'll get started. Perfect. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's a pleasure being here. Um, my name is Azam, Azam Mohammed Tahir, and I'm a certified fitness trainer. And I've been an athlete my whole life and turned my life around and got into fitness. And now I love what I do. It's my passion. It's not work. And it's honestly been, it's been amazing since day one. And motivating and inspiring others around me, it's the best thing ever. So that's something about me right there. I love it. How's everybody doing? Victor Miranda, uh, fitness trainer and entrepreneur. Glad to be here and uh, surrounded by good people. Ready for a good vibe. Oh, yeah. Dre Periel, um, as well, fitness professional, um, business owner, um, and a little bit about me. Fitness my whole life, football player from before, um, and excited to continue to grow multiple businesses, um, network opportunities from Toronto, moved to Florida, back to Toronto. Um, bigger, better, stronger, hoping to keep growing. Sir. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Salim Cigar, um, bodybuilder, fitness trainer, uh, co-founder of the Wellness Camp, us four right here. Um, I've been in fitness my whole life. My dad was a bodybuilder. My uh, stepmom's a professional bodybuilder as well. All my brothers were trainers at some point. My aunt is literally runs in the blood. That's dope. So fitness saved my life. Damn. So I love that. Uh, also helps with the yeah. mental, right? Yeah. So I myself uh, have been called crazy a few times. <laughs> <laughs> in the gym is the one place you can go crazy and it's a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. Unincluded. I love Unincluded. that, actually. Um, and I didn't even say, but y'all can call me Baz. You already know what it is. Um, so a lot of, like, as you guys noticed, there's a common theme. A lot of you are in fitness or athletes of some sort. Um, and that's one aspect of wellness that I've always not necessarily struggled with because I came from like a mom who ran track professionally. My dad was athletic. Um, I ran track for like God knows how long. Like it was just like something natural. But then once I stopped being, I guess, active and then I just went to university and stuff like it became so hard to get back into it. But I was just so good with like the mental health stuff. Um so I feel like we're kind of coming from two different ends, but meeting at the same place. Um, and also something important that you guys talk about, um, a lot of the definition of masculinity and how manhood is defined often is amplified in the gym setting. So I kind of want to know what got you from just being athletes, like regular athletes in the gym with that mentality to kind of meeting into the wellness mental health kind of feel like what inspired that or I guess shifted that change um 100 I guess society actually stepping forward with it makes it easier and makes it more of a I guess a topic to actually talk about um we all grew up I guess in the same decade of generation where you get hurt you get back up you don't cry I'll give you something to cry about um and push us I guess all towards sports for our own reasons or the gym for our own reason but it's easier now um especially with the platform it being 
normalized and actually realizing, okay, well, we have these deep rooted issues and we've seen the repercussions of our parents actually going through it, um, coming to new countries, mm-hmm. fighting their battle, battles mm-hmm. um, and realizing we have so much things that we just, we carried as young, young people into mm-hmm. our adult life. And now we're seeing it and actually putting the pieces together. And I see it's easier now that we come together and we can openly talk about it. Um, and you realize there's so many people who actually do struggle with whatever it is, mental, physical, there's people who are just uncomfortable with their skin and it's such a topic now. Yeah. I say almost everybody. And I feel like it's just, some people are just better at dealing with it or just better hiding it, hiding it too. That's also, yeah, that's it. Right. Um, no, that's so spot on. Um, and I think just kind of what you were saying, culture and stuff plays a role. I know um, very much like the idea of like, I'm going to give you a reason to cry. Why are you crying? Like that was very much in my household. Like I'm the eldest daughter. So I was almost treated like the son, if that makes sense. Like I had to yep, be tough. Yep, tough love. Yeah, that tough love. Like my dad was very tough. So I can't even imagine if he had sons, like how he would have treated them. Um Cause just how he treats himself is really hard. Um, so I know a lot of men, like a lot of men in my life have been athletes or professional athletes too. And just that culture, um, I always find like that disconnect, like the emotional unavailability, yeah. like that almost reinforced toxic masculinity, all these words, you know, but like where I want to know, like, like you guys said, you, you guys are all from Scarborough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I needed to shout that out. Okay. So, um, so, that in itself, like growing up in a certain environment, reinforces certain ideals. Um, what changes do you think need to happen for men to have these conversations, um, to not just focus on the physical, but also the mental? Um, personally, I think there needs to be more outlets mm-hmm. that we can outreach and make it a, a thing that it's, it's, it's okay you know, it's okay to talk. And I think first and foremost, I think the speaking part, um, a lot of it is held in because that's the way that's a lot of us were raised in in that fashion where we saw our own fathers not share their difficulties or not share their emotions and their feelings. And it's directly translated in our, in our programming. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the, the, the first thing is awareness. I think as soon as you're aware, then you start to realize that it is okay to talk, you know, and we encourage, you know, kids to do the same thing. We encourage females to do the same thing. Men is that little stigma, you know, that we still surround ourselves around. And, um, yeah, just just finding these 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 avenues out there that for us to be able to do it. I don't think there's enough, you know. I don't think there's enough places like this. Like, for example, like this. This is a cool concept, right? I think we need more of that. Yeah. You know, downtown is downtown's not bad for it. But Scarborough, you don't you definitely don't find anything yeah. like this, right? But yeah, man, just just that awareness and outlets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, like the 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 dad's not sharing. Like there's more stuff I found out like this year about my dad that he's been through that made me understand him more yeah. as a man. Because I work now that we work in our three, working with mm-hmm. my uncle who mm-hmm. knows yeah. him on a different yeah, level. He's telling me like, a little one too. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I get it now. And people start. <laughs> <laughs> what's like, up y'all got some fans oh my god he's mesmerized oh, oh yeah <laughs> what's up? Um, okay that's just yeah you don't like, get the off like, and even now if i try to talk about it he's like that's something you don't talk yeah. about yeah no i grew up in a similar household yep yep exactly same here as well Celine, like you said this year same thing i found out a lot about my dad that i never mm-hmm. even knew you know coming from a war-torn country mm-hmm. and moving and holding me in his arms and dodging you know 
bombs and and you know just shootings and bullets and you know he told the story to all of us at one time dad's working on our on our office yeah 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 exactly (laughs) um but no it definitely comes with with just growing up with not having that avenue to totally fix it you know what i mean um it's huge i didn't have that either growing up you know what i mean because realistically in our household my household most of our households it was like how was school good perfect just business 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 you know what i mean it wouldn't be about how you feeling or, you know, all that. Right. So that's that that's something I never had. And especially growing up in the neighbors, neighborhoods that we grew up in, we were just looked at as well, we're tough. We can handle it. You know what yeah. I mean? We'll, we'll go with it. We can do anything. You can do anything as long as you're tough. Yeah. And then we, yeah. we find fitness. We find things that explore us and open our eyes Yeah. and get us very, you know, just emotionally intact with the society. Mm. And and just it, it plays a huge role for sure. That's so every, yeah. So I think you guys all, all kind of said something that I'm just like thinking about now, like this idea of toughness and strength, like I've always struggled with because I'm a very emotional person, but I really see myself as like resilient and strong. But people be like, yo, but you're a crybaby. I'll be like, and I'm freaking strong as fuck. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, you and know, what? and sure. what, you sure. know, but it's like this idea of being tough. Um, equate. <laughs> 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 Let me wipe this tear first. Um, but yeah, like it's just. This idea of being strong equates um, being unemotional and being emotionally numb. Um, I think that's a lot of like that, that, like even just that idea is very problematic because I think having emotions is actually a very human quality. Showing emotions is a very healthy thing. It's just we aren't, I think men are even more punished if they even think yes. about thinking like that. Um, oh, for sure. We were actually talking. We were actually talking today at um at breakfast, and um, Azam was informing us that you know men studies are showing that men die faster than women mm-hmm. because of that, because of the accumulated stress, and and not having that avenue to to speak about it and share, right? So it does add up, and it and it and it adds up in that statistic that these you know men are dying because of this specifically, and faster than women are as well too. So mm-hmm. I think that has a large part to do with not being able to even just let it out. Yeah. Right. Finding those avenues to do that. Yeah. Exactly. And it comes down to like social groups. Right. Like we don't have like our social groups are not the same as, you know, for instance, females or women right? in, yeah. in general. So, you know, studying this at the University of Toronto as well, mm-hmm. showing through statistics yeah. of health and health Canada mm-hmm. telling these guys that's that's what it is. It's like, you know, we're not. We can handle the, We think we can handle the stress. That's that's what it is. You know, yeah. we think we can handle all the mental health that we, that we go through. Yeah. And due to our social groups being tough or just playing mm-hmm. sports or whatever the case may be, we're not like others in terms of speaking about mm-hmm. it, right? So yeah, that's what stats showed. And I don't recall the age group, but it was, I believe, 84 for for women and yeah. 80 for men, I believe. Yeah. And that's a four-year difference. You can do a lot in four years, right? Yeah. So <laughs> looking at that, it definitely, definitely plays a role. It's huge. It's huge. That's so crazy. Um, I think that I always say like w- – everything comes out in some way. Mm -hmm. So uh, whether or not you know it, it's going to manifest in some shape, form. Um, Women obviously have, we have this like, I guess these types of relationships where we talk to our girlfriends, it's kind of normalized now. So we have that upper hand. And I really think that that's helped us like literally live longer and be healthier, quote unquote, Um, where men, it's like, it comes out maybe in the gym, which is probably like a healthy coping mechanism, but to an extent, but a lot of guys will literally turn to the streets or drink or smoke or, you know, even worse, like have other aggressive outlets. 
Um, so I think the gym is obviously like where the mind and the body definitely need to come and connect. You cannot separate the two at all. Um, but there's other tools that we're not taught, you know, beyond that. Cause sometimes the mind and the body need to be balanced out. You can't just do all, all body and not mind work. Yeah, Anytime you only focus on one yeah. crash course. Yeah. It's so true. You can all, you start plateauing, which is kind of like my question to you guys. This is something I've always struggled with. Um, and people who, not even people, I don't even want to generalize it, but coming from a background where I be being athletic and having that be so simple to you, um, what advice would you give to someone where it's like not easy to get into the gym? Like to me, that's the hardest part is like starting. Um, and a lot of times like I'll be like, for instance, like in past relationships, my exes were professional athletes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just go to the gym. And I'm like, but you don't understand. For someone who doesn't go to the gym and it's not mm-hmm. part of your lifestyle, mm-hmm. like it's mentally and physically so hard to even just Anxiety. face that, you know? And it's just like getting there. Honestly, just getting there is the hard part. So what advice would you guys give? <clears throat> do something. If you live in a building, do your stairs. If yeah. you do some, any little bit that you do mm-hmm. adds up. And yeah. just starting every time you do one thing and you do it mm-hmm. regularly you're going to naturally want to do a little bit better because you're going to get better at it. Don't yeah. don't look at someone you see on Instagram or outside doing something crazy and say, oh, I, that's how I got to start. Mm-hmm. Do anything that's good for you. If it's in a private home, mm-hmm. in your house, look up. It's not hard. The internet's here. I know. We can get everything we need yeah. on the internet if you're really, you don't want, I mean, it is, it's tough to do it mentally, but really physically, once you choose to do it, it's not, you realize, oh, shoot it. Every step you take, it's like, okay, now I'm ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, you build that momentum. Baby steps. Yeah. And then um, from there, eventually you're going to want more. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. And for me personally, um, the biggest advice I would say is obviously starting off by slow, even just doing, you know, home workouts or whatever. That's the physical aspect of it. But the mental or, you know, the spirit aspect would be starting to love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what a, not a lot of people do. So and it's more of like, you know, you look in the mirror, you got to say, okay, I'm amazing. I look amazing. I look beautiful, yeah. but I just got to step it up, you know yeah. what I mean? For my physical well being, And that's, and that's huge because when people go to the gym, you know, and they see this other, these other females, you know, working out, training, yeah, they're looking fantastic, you know, and now they're just judging off just that, That's not you know what I mean? They're judging off of a book, off a of cover of the book. Right. And they might not know what they're going through and why they're using the gym and whatnot. So just preparing yourself mentally Mm -hmm. before you can go out physically, I think is a huge part on how you can get started. That's a gem. You know what I mean? And the thing is I've had, I've had clients, I've had clients that I've been chasing for seven, eight months, like believe it or not, you know what I mean? And to them, they just don't want to come to the gym, Yeah. but that's okay. That's okay. You just gotta, (laughs) you gotta start loving yourself and accepting yourself for who you are. Mm And you may have an image in your mind that you want to get to. Uh, yeah. But first, you just got to get through, okay, I love what I look like right now. Yeah. I just got to be better. Yeah. Love yourself you know for I mean? sure. So that's, 100%. Point. 100%. that's my biggest point on that. And loving yourself, like, exactly like you said, enough to do something. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, I'll just chime in on that, too, just on the mental side. Um, when you do talk to yourself, I think it's just getting out of your own headspace and realizing that you're worth it, you know, um, 
And it's and and that is the hardest part. I don't even think it's getting physically to the gym. I, I really think it's just getting out of your head at first, you know, and realizing that if your value is that great, then you need to add the physical aspect to continue that overall growth, right? And we we preach mind, body, and soul. So we do believe that it starts with the mind and it trickles its way down and then everything else can get fulfilled through that. But definitely that self-love, that self-talk and, and just get out of your head. You know, we have a thousand clients that come to us and they say, you know what? The hardest part was getting here, but it's all good now that we're here. So, you know, it's just that that journey literally from your head to that door doorway that you just got to get over. And it, it comes with self-love and self-talk and just encouraging yourself really and truly and then achieving what you want to do after that. Right. Absolutely, man. I feel like people feel that way even just like when to meet us. Like I've heard about myself. Like Mm -hmm. people say, you know what? I wanted to train with you so bad, but I thought you were so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. shoot, I'm screaming. They're catching me in clips of working out. Yeah. I'm like trying to be high energy and yeah. intense. Um, and it's like, no, I'm a teddy bear. Oh, like we're good. Actually we we actually guys. laugh. We joke around. Yeah. We're yeah. so silly. It's like, mm-hmm. but you gotta get to know us first. Of course, when you see us working out, we look intense because yeah. we're in our heads thinking intense stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the big disconnect as well is you have to be in the gym to be working out or be active or be healthy, you don't need the gym. I'm a big avid Mm. nature guy. I'm a big spirit guy. So for me, it's find somewhere my service. I can't get service. I can't get nothing. And I walk, walk for hours, climb some things, walk around things. And for some people that works for some people, it's hikes in Toronto. I know people are saying, let them know the slogan. Oh, movement is medicine. 100%. Really yeah. say, movement is, I can't forget. We can't forget that. No, yeah. movement is medicine. And we, I think Love that's it. where we come from. So many different angles. And for us, our output, where we get a chance to think is the gym. And for so many reasons where we were being the most pressure for even for young athletes, old athletes, where that was a pressure going up. So the biggest time we we're thinking about it, mm-hmm. our dreams were built in that gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some, that's not everybody. Every Some people's dreams were walking. I took the bus growing up my whole life. I was going to the um, NBA. Yeah, I was. I walked. So for me, walking was my thing. It was just me and yes, where so. I had to go. So for a lot of people, it's the journey, right? It's not the get there. It's not where you need mm. to be. It's enjoy the journey and it's learning. Yeah. What do I want? To, what do I? What am I going to enjoy today? The sun's out. I can go for a walk. I can do something. I can throw axes at a dartboard. People love that, and I, know. I encourage it. Whatever the dance, movement is, I, dance, yeah. I, dance, so yeah. many things, so many avenues. Man, I used to jog 4:35 a.m. Wow. in high school. Just because, I don't know, mentally, I thought for me, getting up and just, because everyone's sleeping at that time, most of the time in high school, right? So for me, thinking from an athletic point of view, mentally, I was like, I'm just, I'm just already, you know, up there. I'm just getting better because I'm, I'm up and I'm jogging. My parents thought I was crazy. I used to sneak out sometimes, you know, but yeah, just jogging, like for you, it was walking. For me, it was jogging in the morning and then weights in the afternoon and then in the evening as well. And maybe for another jog, that's, that's how it all started. That's so dope. Mm-hmm. I think that's like super important too. Cause I know like just naturally when I'm like upset or something, like I need to leave the house and I need to walk or run. Yeah. Like that's just naturally like, so my body's telling me something. Um, also from an energetic perspective, I went to see an energy healer cause I've been like seeing different types of therapy nice. and she literally looked at me. She's like, you used to dance. And I was like, yeah, she goes, move. She's like, dancing will be your medicine. And I was like, Yo, I heard that somewhere before. Yo, that's, oh, <laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah, I was like, wow. And it's really, um, it doesn't have to look like everybody else's of just going to the gym, doing like reps or whatever. It could be dancing. It could be going for a jog. It could be swimming, like all these things, because we have this idea of like 
you go to the gym, you're going to have this Instagram body. No, and it shouldn't even be about the body because really and truly our bodies are fluctuating all the time. They're looking different. Mm -hmm. It's about the internal. Mm -hmm. um, And it ties back to what you were saying about feeling good and just who you are and your skin. It constantly evolving and changing, but making sure that you feel good and you're doing this as an act of love, not as an act to change yourself. Yeah. I love all that. Well, social media has got everything twisted. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's our biggest competitor, honestly. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. like, you can't live with it. You can't live without it anymore. Um, But the day we wake up and Instagram doesn't work, I think we're all nervous. I think we can live without it. I'll be so freaking happy (laughs) if it crashes. I'll be like, I'm free. (laughs) I was so happy because it's so dangerous. Like I was watching a video yesterday and now they have, you know how they have the Facetune app? Now they have one for videos. So people are super catfishing. Like there was this lady from Asia. She was 50 years old and made her fans think that she was a 20 year old something because she would go on video and like, (laughs) face to her whole body face to like a 20 year old that's crazy that's so scary Technology. like why are we getting to that point I, of looking i have a few people who keep reposting saying oh instagram's taking my thing down they think i'm not real and they put like a video with it and it's i'm at the point where it's like if you got to convince people that you're real yeah. then maybe that's not the audience for you yeah. try you something know, else you know but it, it, it'll, it'll be tough even with or without social media i mean the internet just it is dark like it and it's 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 just the yin and the yang with everything right i mean technology yeah we we can it's true it's i as much as i hate it at the same time you see the the light in it though you know Uh the 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 reaching like thousands and thousands of people yeah (laughs) but it 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 just it's really what you do with it and you know if we can create and build a community of that that good light then 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 why not right why not use it for that and show others that it's it's above and beyond this. Like, it doesn't have to be that. And I think, you know what, now that social media is such a big thing in society, I think schools start have to start integ- integrating, like, teaching these young kids to use it the right way, mm-hmm. right? Because it does start, obviously, it starts with, with the kids. But, you, hey, we see, if not, if I'm not mistaken, we see six-year-olds, seven-year-olds with laptops and cell phones. And that's, I think that's the scariest thing, too. My son got a cell phone. You know? <laughs> and, and no, but it's, it's true. It's a lot of these, a lot of these, these kids do though. And you can't, there's no way that you can hide it from them. You know, you're going to make your child be the, the one and out of his whole class, not to have something like that. And you don't want that either. So it's, it's exactly it's, why it's, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough because exactly it does why. lead to bullying too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so complex and complicated that if you don't have you it, you suck. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a society it's, pressure. Not really, but that's what they make Nobody's you feel like. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Society pressure for sure. Well, we grew up probably bringing lunch. I think ours was like shoes. School, right? And that was funny growing up. We got laughed at. I, I got to, picked on for not having Jordans, man. Yeah. Well, that, no. same here. I was the guy bringing curry. Super scrub. I didn't have lunch. Lunchables. <laughs> I was yeah. bringing like oxtail that my mom made, that my, <laughs> oh my God, dad that made my mom make. And I was like, we got no microwave in public school and yeah. kids are laughing at the smell. It's, it's, And we're realizing it now because we're at the point where I guess the impact of our childhood affects our adulthood. And we yeah. are now at that point where we're realizing it. We're mid 20s, early 30s. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. So I do this because of X, Y, Z is my childhood. Yeah. And yeah. we're at a point where I think it's getting better for us to actually open up about so many things we go through every day because the connection is so much stronger. And now we're hearing the younger generation come up with their issues. And it's like, Oh, Mm -hmm. your issue is you're not getting the likes. It's like, well, shoot, you're also missing meals that you're not paying attention to. And Mm -hmm. the repercussions of those things that you're paying your attention to and that you're feeding off of are going to have a negative effect in the long run. Yeah. 
and that's where mm-hmm. mental health kicks in. Oh yeah, and that's you start you start getting into depression modes. You start getting into different such young ages, not right? feeling accepted. Yeah, you know what I mean. Going through all that, you know. Oh, I don't have enough likes. My friend got hundred more likes than me. I'm not. I'm not good enough. Time. I don't look good enough. Yeah. You know, and we didn't have that growing up. You know, now now that's what the society is. We did, and but not right in our faces. No, like that. no, like, absolutely so, like, not. Not absolutely having the Jordans. Not, not having yeah, nice yeah. clothes. Like I remember mm-hmm. being just a scrub. I. Man, I'm a light. I was sweet. You know what I mean? I'm light But I was a scrub, so I never. I had to really try to get the girls. Whereas some of my friends who, you know, like they just got it easy. Yeah. And that used to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, like it's right there in front of you at all times, yeah. right here. And I remember one thing that my dad always used to say to me is, "There's always going to be someone tougher than you. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be someone stronger than you." Or because my thing was. I'd always get mad and start like getting aggressive. Mm-hmm. And he would say, someone's out there is tougher than yeah. you. That's and now you see, you see those tougher people every day yeah. <laughs> in your face and yeah. you only see their best. You don't see yeah. that they're human. Mm-hmm. You know, That's you okay. only see their best. Their highlight reel. Yeah. yeah. That's so spot on. Um, yeah. It really does start like childhood. Like I have a younger sister, she's 13 and just seeing her grow up in the space that I never, like, I didn't even think about my body till I was like, till guys started saying things when I was like in high school, you know, yeah. she's coming to me about like, like, am I, am I, am I thick? I'm like, you're 13. Go sit down. What are you doing? Go yeah. watch your tunes. Like, come about. You got recess though. What you- yeah. <laughs> like you just finished wearing pampers. Like we're not talking about this. Um, but it's just like that space of constant like how people describe bodies the terminology uh, as well terminology like why a body is important all these things and I think it's um important now to have that guidance because maybe we didn't have it but you guys kind of mentioned um or I also know that you guys do a lot of like mentorship and stuff and get back to community so in terms of younger men or even men that are your age I feel like Mm -hmm. you guys could help them what is advice or something you would want them to know to start their journey in like breaking that mold of like that toxic masculinity or just transitioning from just the physical to the mental for me um one advice i would give out is be who you are and don't try to change for others Mm. and that's what i can see it i can see it from my you know for people that i've known growing up in high school Mm -hmm. same age as me you know and i have known them since like grade three grade four and you just see them now and you're just like that is not exactly who you are, like but no. due to the society that they're in, due to the environment, the people that they're Influences surrounded by, pressures. Exactly, they try to come up with another character what's that they're cool, not. What's cool? What's not? Exactly. And for me personally, biggest advice would be just be who you are and don't yeah. worry about opinions of others and don't worry about what others think about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that right there alone is going to be volume because then you start to do what you love and you start to mm-hmm. excel. Mm-hmm. and all attributes mm-hmm. a happy person usually spreads happiness exactly um live your truth yeah. um exactly who you are is what who you were meant to be um and let that light shine onto the world just exactly and and again if you live your truth nobody can use your truth against you you know if, if you if you love pink and you're a guy love pink you know just and strong and be proud and and don't let anything change that you know you're one out of seven, however billion people in this world, and I always, t- I always remind people that that that's an, a huge accomplishment on its own. That you're unique. There's nobody else like you. So let your light shine and let the world see that for exactly for that. Live your truth. Absolutely. One, just to, just to say one more thing. 
I always say, even to my younger people and my brothers and whatnot, you're born with a gift. Mm. You're born with a present. You just haven't unwrapped it yet. Mm. You know what I mean? That's I, lo- I love saying that because it's so true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's going to take a long time to maybe, you know, unwrap and like, kind of figure out what that gift is. Mm-hmm. Mama right? went ham with the rapper. And that's the beauty in it. Exactly. Like Vic said, that's the beauty in it. That's the journey. Yeah. Right? And once you've started to unwrap it, mm-hmm. that's when you start to feel yeah. every step a lot you better. take, and you, you realize free. more about yourself. That yes. moment, like, I am good. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I guess every all of us are gonna have some kind of cliche um script. <laughs> or, well, no, it, it's there's so much real it's in stuff it. That works. Um, and yeah, and I guess my little bit of advice is take your time with it. Um, we're stuck in the fact of we think we see it instantly. We think we see it Instagramly. Like it's quick. It within 15 seconds, I can see you not have mm-hmm. nothing and then have something the next day. Where mm-hmm. that's not real. That's not the real effort. I remember watching Take Kevin time. Hart on Soul Plane. He wasn't nothing on Soul Plane. Yeah. Other nope. than the dude who he made a, funny as hell. Though. No, but he made he made a little street <laughs> movie though, right? Once yeah. upon a time, he made a little street yeah. movie with a plane on helicopter with like we um, rims and. But no, but like that movie at that time was such an underplay of like that role where he is now. Everyone sees him now like, oh, he got that overnight. No, he didn't. There was actually so much trial and tribulation. Yeah, you know what? That was a yeah, long time absolutely. ago. But even for me, like I'm 25. I've lived in multiple places where I thought I've woken up way too many times thinking this is it. I have nothing. I can never get anywhere. This is it. Whatever I had, I wanted to play football. A lot of us wanted to be athletes. And that was it. If that wasn't it. And I'm not, I'm nothing. And then it was another thing where it was like, if that's not it, I'm nothing. Take your time with it. It's yeah not a race it's not that oh i need to get there first it's what's going to make what are you manifesting in your life are you really happy every day do you take your time to actually believe in which because people tell things they don't believe i really do believe what i'm telling people and if i'm preaching i take days off like everybody else but i'm also in the gym and i'm up at 3 30 every day so there's that as well where i do it because i really want to and i believe i'm passionate about it and i'm not rushing to get where i need to go i'm taking it day by day and that's my advice for everybody when did Soul Plane day come out? Day, How long ago was day. that? <laughs> you know what? I'll Google it. I'll Google it. I remember not, not many people. Shout out, Kevin. Kind of like, but I love that movie. I, was, okay. I think I went to like a fourth grade birthday party and we snuck it on. Like we weren't supposed to watch it. We watched it. That was, and that just goes to show like it did not happen overnight. Because yeah. you know what? Sometimes 20, I think 20, about 20, it. Like, you know, 2004. 2004. Oh, yeah. 2004. Oh, wow. 2004 that's almost 20 years that's ago. Good, yo. That's, good, that's good math. That's, that's crazy. Oh, that makes me math. appreciate <laughs> him so much more. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I, 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 everyone, he I came out with a documentary. Sorry, we're all talking. He came out with a documentary and everyone went like, not crazy over it, mm. which I love. He needs to show all the flaws, and for us, like that's something. Yeah, transparency. Put, yeah, put that into the light, and Dope. everyone forgot. I'm like, yo, I was I watched Soul Plane the other day. Like, mm-hmm. I want I want my plane to have a little bounce with it. Yeah. You know, cool. Yep, yep. So, um, I'm just and proud to see where Man, everyone I, comes from. I remember seeing Kev on a uh, Jay Z Dame Dash film. I think the streets is watching. Like, I think that was like oh one. Yep. Yeah. Like he had a little cameo in that. I think he pulled out of a freezer or something. I can't remember what it was. But <laughs> but to even see that, like, that's 20 years plus in the making to see yeah. an empire be built. So that gives you the realization that it is a hell of a long journey. Rest in peace, Kobe. Like, look at, look at that. He, he had probably one of the best top, top five NBA careers of all time. But he said, you know what? That's the past. Let me continue this journey and be even greater outside of that. I thought that was amazing too. He won an Oscar. Yeah, he, he took you his know, journey like, it's more crazy. than an athlete. More than an athlete. Yeah. And that's twenty plus years. It takes time. I sure didn't know that. But what about you, Slim? What you what do you what's your advice to the young people? You just took all the good stuff. I know it's all it's, it's the No, just 
Accept who you are. Exactly that. Accept Ooh. who you are. Not everybody. Everybody's special in their own way. And find what makes you special. Yeah. Get better at it. Work at it. And yeah, that's it. Hey, can we flip the script? Can we ask you what's your advice to the people? What do you want to tell the people? What would be your? <laughs> I feel like I said a lot, but um, I think a couple of things. Um, it's important to be mindful of the company you keep. Um, we're so, especially as young people, we're so influenced by who reinforces our beliefs. Um, not just at home, but with our friends. We get to choose our friends. We don't choose our family. So having people who have that mindset, who motivate you to be better. I always want people around me who are better than me, you know, so it allows me to push me, you know. So I think that's super important um, to be around people who have that mentality so that you don't slip up and just go back to following the masses. Um, And just also knowing that it's a journey. You're constantly reinventing yourself. So just like you said about Kobe, like when his basketball career ended, he did not end as a man. You know what I mean? And I say that a lot of times, like I said, I I grew up with a lot of people who were athletes and their whole identity was based off of being that athlete. So the second that career or they didn't sign that contract or they got injured, it's like, damn, who am I as a person? I'm like, well, who are you as a man, you know, or a lot of these guys, they'll be defined as athletes, but it's like, you're a shit man. Like, (laughs) like as a person, you're a shit person, you know? So I think just defining who you are and really putting that effort, um, towards who you are as a person, more than just like your career will reinforce your long-term. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, he, yeah, he was doing kids books and everything. Like he had his own publishing company. It was amazing to see. Yeah. And it really gave that athletes like, hey, wait a minute, like we are more than just athletes on the yeah. court to to make people happy and, and showcase our talents. But let's showcase what we can do mentally. Let's showcase we're what we can too. do for more smart, too. Yeah, man, yeah. we can publish books. We can win Oscars. That's crazy because there's people well, that still haven't yeah. even done that and it's their field. So yeah. okay, well, we fight that every day. That's he was a baby, too. He was 17 when it's in the league, yeah. you know. Oh man, yeah, but uh, yeah, rest right. in peace though for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Incredible story. We push that more than athlete to an extent, right? Yeah, like, man. We're more yeah. than a trainer. Oh, yeah. Where everyone gets the when are you gonna when are you gonna start doing stuff? Well, actually, if you ask me, what we do, we actually do a lot. Yeah. And we are more than your average trainer at a corporate gym, and yes, we no. do actually practice and we do take personal what we do to new levels and mm-hmm. outreach. We're not in here trying to make a dollar. We're, who can afford this? Charities. Let's help those people who. Don't normally normally will not ever get a chance to speak to guys like us. Let's go talk to them, give them our perspective, help them move a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we tell people we do that. You know what? Let's can can we list some of the things that we do outside of training and yeah, stuff like that? Please. Of course. Um we we okay, so we're involved with um charity work in terms of giving back to the community through uh fundraisers. We have a, a charity walk that we do every year in partnership with Sick Kids. Um, we speak at colleges, we speak at universities, shout out George Brown, shout out, shout out York university. Uh, we just did a seminar there last week, but shout out Seneca. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Shout out Seneca as well too. We did a women's program there as well too. Uh, and yeah, and we don't, we don't keep ourselves marginalized and, and, and small. We reach out to every culture, to women, men, everything, right. Cause we want, we definitely want more understanding as well too. So just to broaden our perspective, it's good that we not just do colleges, but we do elementaries and we and we do these charity walks that every single year, multiple times. And we give back on so many levels. Um, we have a new venture coming out this spring. Um, knock, knock on wood. Don't want to jinx it too much, but it's a joint venture with Big Brother, Big Sister. 
And uh, we partnered up with them to do a whole new um, program for them and us together. But they're, they're jumping out of their box and they're going to start something brand new with us. And it's to help uh, these 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 kids in Scarborough that I think they have a list of like 200 kids with no mentors. So so we you know we jumped the scope of one on one and we said you know what let's try to let's try to knock them down as much as we can instead of just doing the one on one. Yeah, let's let's do a bunch. Let's let's try to narrow that list down and and we want to be the trendsetters in that scope. We want to always be the trendsetters and the creators of everything we do. We don't just want to jump uh, and use somebody else's programming or somebody else's structure. We want to create our own. We might learn from somebody else's, but at the end of the day, I think we want to be able to create our own things and, and move forward like that and really show initiative. It's very get important. To the too. New height. Absolutely. Yep. I love that. That's so important. And just the idea of branching out to not what, I guess, not just people in the gym, like talking yeah. to women, talking to kids of all ages, talking yep. to people of all like social economic statuses, you know, I think that's so important because one they're not going to expect you in all those spaces. So you're representing so much just being occupying a space that not necessarily, um, I guess people would be in that. For instance, like in a university space, the first person I think of who's speaking is a white man, you know, someone who I don't even connect with at all. I have no connection to a white man at all. So hearing your experiences would be so much more impactful because most People in Canada are, or Toronto at least, are from immigrant families. You know, that's the feedback. 100%. That's yeah. the feedback we get every single yeah. time. Yeah. It's like we were blown away by because we were expecting this. You can relate, and you. this is what happened. Yeah. The and relatability so of it, healing. right? It's you. It is healing. And I actually asked that question. I said, you know, how many of us are immigrants in this classroom? Half the class put their hands up, and I said, how many of our parents are immigrants? See you later. That was Almost the whole. Everyone. That was the whole class minus one person. Yeah. The whole yeah. class. So. Yeah, the, definitely the relatability relatability of it is 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 huge. Yeah. If you can't relate to someone, you can't you can't tell them your problems and think they understand, right? And that's a big thing with therapy that I found, and a lot of people have been struggling with. Um, majority of therapists, one, it's um, privilege based because you have to pay for it or you have to yep. you have wait lists. Um, second of all, it's majority white people that are therapists which Unrelatable. is why. so i've like struggled like when i go and it's a white man i've literally had staring competitions for like 45 <laughs> minutes it's like oh, i yeah. you don't know like there's yeah, talk about your you feelings no you don't get it you might though you might have a light-skinned baby that's might though but that's the thing like my mom's white but our experiences are so different no, and it's it. hard right sometimes even to, for her to understand my experiences as a woman of color and She'll try and be like, but I get it. I'm like, oh, you don't get it. Yeah, I'm not going to do no. this right now. Yeah, so no, I get true. it. I've been in the same position. But sometimes you get to know them and you're like, oh, shoot, you do get yeah, it. Yeah, you're mad cool. You get it. You do get it. Wow. And yeah. then that's like when you really grow, I feel. Because yeah. there's been a few moments where I'm dealing with people and I do have that feeling. Yeah. No, and that's important. Then and that's one way. Yeah, good enough. Now, Drake, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, go ahead. Uh, it's easier for sure in Canada to actually be able to open up because there's a, such a mix of multiculturalism mm-hmm. where like within the numbers, you will find someone who can connect and we're just trying to open up our platform to say, Hey, we're here. If you do need a message, if you do need to reach out, please reach out. We do talk about these things and we've gone through it and we may look like you. We have people who look like you. I've been judged just like you guys. My teachers told me I wouldn't amount. I was, I had tattoos in grade nine coming into high school. My teachers like, yo, you already planned fail for failure you're already yeah. and looking back i understand in a structured society how you could see that but who who actually decided to sit me down at 14 and say hey why are you ha- why do you have a tattoo what does that mean to you no i got the oh well, dang you're gonna lose already you lost the game and 
I grew up with that and changing it, right? Change the perspective and not let none of that kind of hold you back and keep pushing forward. And that's the thing with um, going back at Big Brothers and Big Sisters, we were just yeah. talking about, and just people growing up, you know, in rough neighborhoods of Scarborough, where we came from, whatever, um, not having that person to relate, yeah. right? And this goes out for the kids especially because, mm-hmm. you know, people that are what, kids that are 13, 14, 15, they don't want to talk to you know, someone that's in their 50s or in their 40s mm-hmm. that they cannot relate with, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Coming from different cultures, coming from different socioeconomic statuses, you know, and we like we all did not grow up super, super rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if not, we grew up very, very poor. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so we can relate to most of these kids, especially with the big brothers and big sisters and mentor them through like we've been through what you've been through. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been there. Like we were yeah. for me personally, that was not too long ago i'm I'm, I'm pretty young i'm you know i'm 21 i'll say that right now i'm 21 years old so that was like six years ago five years ago that was you know going through it all and finding these guys and finding that outlet to talk about it really teaches you a lot a lot of stuff that you never even knew about yourself you learn so much about yourself and you heal within that process um I don't know why all this reminded me of this, but I've been binge watching this YouTube channel. It's called um, White Underbelly. It's like these interviews of um, people who don't necessarily have voices. So like um, addicts, prostitutes, pimps, strippers, like all this stuff. And I don't know why I went on the binge of like all these pimps. I was like, why do these guys become pimps? And every single guy said when he was growing up, all the men he saw wore chains, had money, and had yep. girls and sold drugs. And that was what they're like, I'm going to be a that man. That is a man. That is what a man looks like. That is the ultimate success. Yep. They're like, I did not have any other vision. I did not have any other representation. He looks like me. I'm going to be that. Mm-hmm. So you guys looking like this, even just walking out of your house, having that gym bag on, you know, the way you're carrying yourself. It's our, yeah, the way you dress yourself, everything. Mm-hmm. Like these, these young kids are like, yo, I want to be him when I grow up. It's not yo, he's wearing chains and he has tattoos and he's on the block. It's like, no, he's doing something for the community, mm. you know? So Chains, your, tattoos yeah. on the podium. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little bit different. Yeah. We still got it, but we wear yeah, it different. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. that's a good thing because it's now changing that narrative because they can see, yeah. oh, I can either do this, but I also have this whole other option that didn't even exist. So you're yeah. creating a whole other lane, which Absolutely. is so important. You're not limited to that. And we're aware, too, like aware of that the power in that yeah. through these experiences right i mean we we've seen it before we watch youtube and we watch instagram and we mm-hmm. see how powerful it is you know we see the the what's what's his name the oh man the the preacher guy that, gary v oh, eric gary, gary v's eric. one eric I thomas is one yeah we see thank you very much um we see all the all these guys and and again the, and they, they they look like regular they look like us they look like regular folk and then you always say yo why can't we why can't we do it? Why can't we rock with that? What's what's the difference here? Like I'm sure they they've struggled. I'm sure the same struggles as we we go through. They start. Why not? Like why can't we do this? Right. I think it's the so much do power it. and showing how hard it was, mm-hmm. and then succeeding. Oh, I love that. You gotta succeed and then show everybody how not easy it was, and watch yeah. how many people are uplifted. Yeah. Because I watched Kevin Hart. Back to Kevin Hart. I watched. Uh, his documentary and, and it wasn't that the was flashy dope. stuff that, really that caught my eye. I was good. I already knew that he was yeah, we, such a hard worker and all this. It was yeah. the, oh shoot, he went through that and he's mm. still like, he's okay. Mm. Then my stuff, I can deal with my stuff too. Yeah, that's so important. Um, 
Damn, I feel like I could chat with you guys all day. Like, there's so much, um, but we have to wrap up. But before we wrap part up, one. I know this for real. Definitely like, is part one because there's so much you guys have to offer, and there's so much I want to get into with you guys. So stay Lots tuned. Lots more this to network. Is, yeah, this is not. Yep. This is not it. Uh, this is just the intro, you know. Um, but before we wrap up, I always do this thing because sometimes topics can be heavy. I feel like I'm inspired, so it's not that heavy. But let's just add some more to inspiration. Let's um, do it. Let's go. Small joys. What has been a small joy to you this week? What has brought you happiness? I know it's kind of cold outside. Um, it could be a recommendation of a show. It could be anything like someone should just focus on. Um, shout out anything. Uh, reminding myself that it's okay to cry. I say for me personally, for sure, reminding myself that it's hard, hard, uh, that it's okay to cry, um, man, woman, or whoever you, you think you are, it's okay to let it out like that. Um, I've been going through some things, uh, recently personally with like my health and stuff like that, that, uh, I had to be, uh, really honest with not, not everybody else, but with myself and being able to accept that and, and letting it go. Um, yeah, it's, it's helped me tremendously. No, I really opened my eyes to to not who I am again, because I'm always strong on that, but just 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 a reminder that it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to let it go like that. And I'm proud of that. That's so good. For me personally, um the past, let's say about a year, been injured on and off, right? And you know, a couple of weeks ago, couldn't walk. I like, asked these guys coming to the gym limping wow. with another injury, you know, and just the past week and a half, even this week, just been amazing. You know what I mean? Just being able to walk and just accepting mm. the fact. Because for me, coming from a background, very, very athletic, cool, and not being able to do things that you could do before mm. really taxes you mentally. Yeah. <laughs> but now accepting the fact that, hey, you're still young. You can, you know, you can recover. It's okay. Take it easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't and, jump eight feet no more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't jump eight feet no more, but I can jump six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I will get to 10 next time, not even eight. So just, just accepting yeah. the things that happen to you, no matter age, no matter gender, no matter, mm-hmm. you know, religion come you come from anything just accepting it and knowing that it will get better yeah. as days go on has been something that i've learned and pass that on to every single human being mm. I love that. oh yeah um definitely think the start of 2020 has been kind of taxing on a lot of people so um 100 for me i'm learning just to be okay by myself again comfortably finding that inner peace um i'm a big by myself guys so for me lately it's been drives um me just on the road um i love driving something's gotten me in some trouble and it's gotten me out of trouble but for what's worth lately it's just been honestly some music some road and just me myself my thoughts clearing it um and yeah just getting that peace of mind i'm actively involved in our industry that we are and we constantly hear a lot of people we offer ourselves to people and it's very rare that people open the door and say, hey, how are you guys? And turn it on. And it's very rare that your client will ask you, hey, how are you doing today? Thank you for listening to me and five other people you've had today. But what about you? Um, so for me, it's just been able to talk to myself at that point um, and distance myself and breathe and then come back to life um, fully charged, I guess. I mean, I had a really good chest workout. <laughs> Yo, that, that, that's a joy. That's it. Bro. That's it. That's solid. Um, Me too. Yesterday morning. Yeah, no, man. Every day is a blessing. Just realizing how uh, how unique I am. Mm. I just sometimes I think to myself, like, man, last of the Mohicans, <laughs> yeah. last of the real. So that's important. That's no. your superpower. Yeah, it feels good. I love that. Um, 
every time people go, I'm like, I'll be like listening, acting like, yeah, that's so. Good. I'm like, shit, I have to think of mine. I'm yeah, what's your what? Yeah, what what, what you been please, doing? Please, please. Um, so I was trying to do quick reflection, but um, when you said 2020's been hard, like I felt that. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> yep. but it it the hit me. It really hit me. You need good vibration. Yeah, and um, when stuff hits me, I tend to isolate. Like I'm very much like, yo, I'm was taught to self-soothe and I'm learning that through therapy. Like I never reach out to people. That's not my tendency. So I tend to isolate myself. Um, so now I'm appreciating the fact that I am connecting with people. Like that mm-hmm. human connection is so important to me. I didn't 100%. realize like, you know, just talking to you guys and my, and other podcasts um, like hosts, co-hosts or um, just other projects that I'm working on, or even just creative people that are around me or meeting new people. I've noticed like, I don't appreciate that enough. You mm. know, human connection is so important, so healing. And we're always told that we have to be alone um, to be strong and to be um, independent, especially like, I don't know, culturally, you know, my dad would tell me like, you don't need to rely on anybody. You're an independent woman, like all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, I'm very much like that. Like, I really don't need a man, mm-hmm. nothing like that. But it's just, I'm to an extreme. So yeah. I need to let people in, you know, part mm-hmm. of my healing. So sure. that's been those have that has kept me afloat you know connecting oh, with people and stuff so yeah beautiful yeah that is well said well said call me crazy um so if you guys want to say your handle if you guys have any upcoming events set in stone say it. if not i'll update the, the show um and yeah like i said it's only the intro um so we were checking your story earlier and we saw that you got your eyebrows done by uh Jazz. Yes. That's uh Salim's cousin and uh and a friend of ours actually. No so way. shout out great friend shout of all Jazz ours. for the eyebrows. Oh gosh, she's actually the best. <laughs> shout out Brad. Small, small world. Shout out, shout out. Small world um so what we give our Instagram handles is this if you want, yeah. Um okay, so I am protein.poppy.r3 um on Instagram. Uh Victor Miranda. If you want to search any other platform, you probably find it like that. Uh, as in terms of projects, yeah, we have, we have a couple, a couple seminars lined up, uh, specific dates. We're looking at the end of February for one and in March, uh, two more. So we'll keep you guys posted with that. If you guys follow us on uh, Instagram, you'll see where those seminars will be held. If not universities, then we got a, a big, uh, event coming up to R3 for a social networking event that we got planned out. So stay tuned. Perfect. All right, guys, Azam, um, Bass, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for having all of us here. Oh, thank you. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing to be here and share the positive vibes that we each and every single one of us have. And um, for those of you listening, my Instagram would be underscore MT Fitness with three S's at the end. And if you want to search me up on any other platform, it's Azam Tahir. And you can see through you know all of our Instagrams that we are literally up every single morning putting in that work, trying to motivate and inspire those that are watching. And it's not all talk, you know, it's all, it's all action. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to try and portray till we live. So, um, yeah, follow up till we die, not live. That made no sense. Um, we're living right now. <laughs> the movement's no longer. Till the movement's no longer. Yes. Yes. And yeah, stay updated through our Instagram and we're going to have big things coming up. Seminars are coming up and it's going to be amazing. Thank you for having us, Bass. Of course.
Oh yeah. Thank um, you. definitely. Thank you. First off as well. Um, had a great time. We'll definitely be back. And, um, for those of you guys listening, my name is Dre Periel. Um, uh, my Instagram is fitness.dealer and that's two S's spelled correctly. Dot dealer. <laughs> that's just a joke with my young Damn, boy. bro. That's just a joke. Love my young boy. Um, but no fitness.dealer. Um, I'm looking for some challenges. I challenge everybody in connect for chess. Or Jenga, if you guys think you can beat me, we got a fitness challenge. So if you guys want to challenge it, DM me, actually message me with it, give me a time, let's do it. His record is still 0-0, zero, zero, so oh, we're, we're, yo, we're... Hey, all of my, <laughs> my last two competitors have flopped on me, so I'm looking for competitors. Oh, she's 2-0, 2-0. I'm 2-0, I got two forfeits who don't know how to play chess, who thought I'd teach them, Jenga, and then who didn't show up for Jenga. So if you guys are about it, let me know. Okay, I'll take you for Jenga, bro. Uh, Mr. Dot, the number five more uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you for She's having so us. Cute. I got distracted. There's a little cute little girl that just walked past us. Mr. Five More. Mr. Five More. Sure. <laughs> tell him, tell him what That's five more stands for, boy. Yeah. Uh, the five more mentality. Just pushing five more and it's just whatever your oh. five more is. So whatever you can do, do five more. Don't worry about anybody else, what the hell they're doing. Oh, do a little bit more. Five steps, do, five do whatever you whatever. can. And then just when you think you're done, count five more and keep doing that. And you'll be shocked how far you go. And that's something I learned through training people. So I see them, I see them, uh, burning out at like 15, five more, five more, Grind five don't more. Stop. believe before you know it, they've done like 30. Yeah. It's like, Oh shoot. You get, you're so much stronger than you know. Yeah. Yes, so guys. Grind. Don't, don't stop. stop. Never. <laughs> Never. Movement is medicine. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Mind, soul. of the episode. I already knew coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Movement is, is medicine, 100. percent Yeah, we've had doctors tell us about that one. How yeah. how on it's, spot it's that key. one is. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh yeah. Like, even scientifically, um, exercising is just as powerful as any antidepressant. Absolutely. I think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Stimulating. Yeah. There's so much. Yeah. The client I had this morning. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I hadn't seen her all week, and she's like, man, I haven't slept. She's like, now my, uh, she's on. She's on a medication. Yeah. She's like, now I've been taking my meds. I need to get back in the gym because I got down to 50%. Yeah. yeah. And that week she was gone. She went right back up. Yeah. Oh, so my God. 100% believe that. 100%. The mind and the body go hand in hand. So Your mind feels better when your body feels better and vice versa. And so. your spirit, too. It yeah. comes together. The soul, yeah. It's to the soul. Yeah. So um, thank you so much. Thank for you. Coming, thank guys. you. Thank you. Um, follow them. Support. They... May look scary. I guess now that I know you guys, nah, <laughs> check the profiles. We but good. they're literally the sweetest, most well-rounded men that I've met in a really long time. Appreciate I can that. say Thank that you. with complete confidence. Um, and I'm excited for more with you guys. One hundred percent. Lots more to come. Part one of yes. many. You soon. Very much. So. If you're good at Jenga, Connect Four, or chess, let me know. <laughs> you know what? Serious? Me and you, chess, it's going down. All right. I see you chess. That's it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, guys, follow at Call Me Crazy Pod. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Yes, Thank sir. You. Bye. Peace and wellness. Have an amazing day, everyone. And cut.